Do you feel more than ever that you need to make a shift in your wellness? Listen to the podcast Inner Wellness with Dr. Ness Parsian. Let's make the shift happen. Hello, Inner Wellness Seekers. Amazing episode with another amazing guest today. I'm going actually to surprise you with an episode talking more about embodiment and embodied dance, which is, which is kind of really inspirational for myself because I'm actually going to start this kind of dance. It's a while that I'm going to do it. <laughs> So maybe this episode could be absolutely inspirational for me to do something. So before we start, I'm going actually to thank everyone who is downloading, listening. So the podcast is on the growth. So I really appreciate now I have different countries on the list, uh, which is so exciting for me. And it's 21st episode now. So certainly we will go further um, up to the, you know, I don't know, the bigger numbers uh, in 2021, because 2021 needs to be a year of wellness, a year of healing. And we definitely need to achieve further success in our wellness and healing, you know, by the end of the year. I also, I'm also planning and my goal and my mission is just to help at least 100 people uh, to master their health and wellness by the end of 2021. And I will put my private Facebook group at the end of, you know, uh, uh, at the end of the show notes. And yeah, you feel free to join me if you want to start this inner wellness journey. Okay, so let's just go back to our amazing guest today. Ali Harwood is a holistic wellness and confidence coach and embodied dance facilitator, helping shy, introverted women to discover and embody their most empowered selves so they can live their lives with more inner peace, passion, and purpose. Oh, I love passion and purpose. With no further ado, welcome to the show, Ali. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome, welcome. Okay, so tell us about yourself, Ali. How, how have you come to, to this point? Just, just tell, it, tell us about your journey, about yourself, so your story. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, so as you might have guessed from who I support, you know, that has been my journey of being that um, shy girl uh, you know, really started when I hit my teens and you know entered high school and as as most of us do I started to compare myself more and became a lot more self-aware mm-hmm. and you know it was clear that I was more more quiet than others and and more shy and and instead of you know recognizing that that's you know, just the, that, that being an introvert is not actually a weakness. I actually, you know, concluded that my personality and therefore my sense of identity really was, was not good enough. 
Um, and so for me, I tried to compensate that by targeting my body and, you know, trying to look as perfect as I could. And I, I actually developed an eating disorder when I was 14, mm -hmm. um, came, became underweight. Um, and, you know, I really just kind of had that very turbulent relationship with myself, with my body, as well as with food and exercise and, um, up until my early 20s really and so it was yeah just this kind of you know extreme self-consciousness of of my appearance of my words of my you know actions um very much in my head overthinking you know judging myself assuming what other people were thinking of me mm. and the critical and, mm, and um yeah and i just kind of i was kind of either copying others, you know, trying to, to fit in and, and kind of be like others, or I found it easier to just withdraw and, you know, be alone. Um, and, and so, yeah, looking back, I kind of was, you know, lost touch with, with who I was really. Um, and so the turning point for me came quite unexpectedly. Um, it was in my third year of university, I'd come back home for the summer and I read this uh, very inspiring true story online about a girl who discovered she had suppressed anger towards her father. Mm -hmm. And this really resonated with me. And basically this girl was led to, uh, was guided to do a forgiveness process for herself to release this anger. And so I followed it myself and, you know, it was, it was really, really meaningful for me. And the next part of that was actually having the courage to, to tell my dad how I, how I felt. Mm -hmm. And that whole experience um, was, was really my first conscious of exp experience of taking responsibility for my own well-being, you know. It's the most uh, part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I was releasing, I was not only releasing myself of that suppressed, you know, anger, but also, you know, our relationship was just rekindled from that point. Um, and from there, you know, like I said, even though it wasn't, it wasn't as obvious at the time, but from that point, it was when I entered this kind of journey of self-discovery and you know, mindset reprogramming and self-love and really just personal growth. Yeah, you were just um, down, just went down rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and I've been, I've been on that journey ever since. You know, it just it's the biggest drive for me is personal growth um, and taking, yeah, an empowered responsibility for our own well-being and our own happiness. Um, and so, yeah, that was really how I then found, you know, the field of, of wellness coaching specifically. That was the, my training was in holistic wellness coaching um, and, and then, you know, really getting clear on who, who do I want to support specifically. And that's, you know, this is why I've chosen to work with, with you know, specifically with um, shy, introverted women. Yeah, because that was perhaps the main mm. cause that you found, you know, in mm -hmm. in yourself. Yes. So yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you actually, you know, oh, you 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 referred to a few uh, really key points, 
key concepts. Let's just start with, I'm going actually to ask, I'm curious to ask about how, how have you dealt with, um, you talked about eating disorder. Mm-hmm. How, how was your experience? How have you dealt with that? And for how long, you know, did it take? Or... Mm, yeah, so like I said, it, it happened for me when I was 14 and it, it was a very private struggle for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the sense that I, you know, I didn't speak to anyone about it and I tried to be as kind of secretive as I could until it got to the point where it was obvious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and especially for my mum, you know, she was very worried about me. Um, and and it got to a point where she said, look, I'm going to have to take you somewhere, you know, to be admitted somewhere. And that, the thought of that terrified me. And so I reluctantly started eating more at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but we never, you know, addressed the root cause for me, you know, so it, that's why this, like I said, this turbulent relationship continued where I would kind of you know, gain, gain weight and then be unhappy with that and then lose weight and then gain weight, that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, I never, I never had therapy or coaching or anything like that. It wasn't even really on my radar at that point. Um, and, you know, and it must have been hard for, for my family and for my mom, especially because, like I said, I, I was, you know, very, it was very private for me. I couldn't, I couldn't really explain, you know, how I felt. And I maybe I didn't even understand it at that time, you know. Um, and so I would say really I've I've healed myself, you know, from that from that turning point and then really just really um, learning the learning about you know the nature of my mind and the power of my thoughts and you know how important it is to um, to to love ourselves and and take care of ourselves and 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 also you know understanding all about nutrition as well you know now it's instead of yeah. you know at, at when I was a teenager I didn't I didn't understand you know I didn't know what I was doing to my body but now it's like such a joy for me to to nourish my body you know. That was exactly, you know, my next question, because, you know, you were only 14 and uh, that age is, you know, is indeed critical by itself because Mm. it's a very transitional, you know, period of life. And uh, yeah, how did you, how did you manage the things, you know, did you manage by yourself or did you, did you ask for help or uh, yeah, how did you, because you know, you went through that, you know, eating disorder to the journey of self-discovery mm-hmm. in that transitional, you know, big period of life, a teenage, mm-hmm. that's, that's a massive, I think, you know, um, transition and transformation you made. Uh, so did you, how did you go through that transformation by yourself, by any extra help, or, you know, I don't know, reading books, mm-hmm. or what was, what was the, you know, the actual, helping tools for you um yeah i mean during the during from that point from 14 up to my you know early 20s i i was you know still in that kind of struggle uh, private struggle 
um, you know, it wasn't, it, I, I have some really nice memories and, you know, I had great friendships, but again, I wasn't, you know, there was a lot of inner turmoil still going on. Did it take until what age? Um, I mean, so the turning point with my dad, that was when I was about 22, oh. 23. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And then, like I said, I didn't, um, I didn't ever have any one-to-one, -one, uh, you know, help like from coaching or therapy. It was more, it was more reading, you know, reading and learning and experiencing for myself. Yeah. Mm. That's actually, yeah, that's, but it took, you know, six, seven years and now, and how did you get through the concept of embodiment from that mm. journey? Because that's, that's, I think, you know, a lot of people actually going, uh, you know, down to the rabbit hole and just going to the, to the journey of self-discovery and, but not everyone has a clear understanding about connection with, with the body. Embodiment. Mm. This is this is this is something extra, you know. This yes. Level. <laughs> Definitely. Hopefully, next level. So, how did you get to that that point? Mm. So, yeah, the the um, the concept of embodiment really is the most recent, you know, kind of discovery for me, um, and that's. I mean, so with with dance is, is how I found it. Um, so dance has been something that I loved. I loved to do again from a teenager as well as singing, dancing and singing. But it was, you know, I was very self-conscious. So it was a private thing for me again. Um, and um, just in just in, you know, the past couple of years, I've been um, discovering different types of music and just really kind of um, really just uh, making more time for dance and and really recognizing how the power of it the effect of it on myself you know and um, just that sense of for me it's that that sense of liberation and and dropping down from my mind into my body you know so I'm not thinking I'm not planning I'm I'm present I'm spontaneous I'm creative I'm expressive I can you know explore these different parts of myself that maybe I'm I don't usually express in daily life you know like um like playfulness or um kind of like a, a more wild kind of you know Yeah. primal energy and things like that and sensuality and and yeah and so together with my own personal experience and also uh, researching online and discovering that there's there are so many of these dance movements around the world now of you know ecstatic dance for example um there's bio dance uh, and um and then there's uh one lady she's called Mana May and when I discovered mm -hmm. her work um, and she you know she does a she offers love some beautiful programs of, of, of this kind of embodied dance journey um, and and also a, a facilitator training and so you know it all led up to this point where I was like oh I, I really want to share this now you know I'm ready to 
to to actually share this magic with other people, especially with um, women who've who you know identify with being very up in the mind and you know overthinking and self-conscious and yes and yeah totally relate because you know i'm i'm personally you know in my in my core i have i have a very deep connection with dance and i'm Mm -hmm. and i just remember i don't know since i was a child i was always you know somewhere in the center of you know the family just dancing and singing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was it was absolutely my deep core and just believe me at this at this you know uh, age and at this period of my life I'm totally enjoying of dance and dance is kind of my meditation mm. and whenever I'm just you know so exhausted um, from I don't know because I'm I used to be more workaholic but possibly now I'm less but still you know in the middle of my work I just stop it and just you know just play it music my favorite music and I stop and I start dancing for fun yes. and it's just you know kind of my my energize my body mm. and just you know it's oh my god it's so good and yeah. you just you know refer to you know, a beautiful concept of, you know, sensuality. And yeah, I totally get that. It's, and it's especially for women because we can connect uh, really deep to our core, you know, feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And and that's a beautiful one. Yeah, but I haven't actually done, you know, the, the, one, the ones you, you mentioned. Can you just mention them again? The, the type of embodied dance? You- uh, do you mean the, the qualities that I've been exploring? Names. Um, a couple of names. Oh, of, of the, the lady who created it. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the training I did was with Mana May. Mana May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I tried uh, Koya dance and that is also. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Yeah. Beautiful. And it's mm-hmm. very good for releasing, you know, emotions. Mm-hmm. And whenever I actually, I did that, that dance, I, I straight away after, you know, finishing the dance, I realized that my emotions are kind of elevated. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They just, they're, they're just in higher level mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, that is great. Yeah. But, you know, let's just talk a little bit about, because I'm not sure if everyone knows about the actual concept of embodiment how do you wh- what is it if you, <laughs> someone asks you okay what does it mean what is yes how, yeah, yeah. how do you define it or yeah and it's something that I have to keep coming back to myself because you know it's 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 something that we've probably heard of the word embody but we yeah we don't fully understand it so I for me it's I think the most simple way to understand it and remember it is is it's the act of being fully in the body, you know, mm-hmm. um, both physically and energetically. Yes. Um, as opposed to, you know, being or having all your awareness squeezed up in your mind and or, you know, feeling disconnected from your body, maybe, you know, feeling a sense of emptiness or numbness, um, that would be kind of disembodied, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And so once you're really fully in your body, connected to, you know, the the sensations, the feelings, which are basically energy inside you, 
then it's about bridging that inner experience with your outer expression. Yeah. So, you know, when you embody something, um, which, you know, essentially we're kind of always embodying something, um, whether it's a quality or a state of being, um, the, it's, it's about feeling it inside and then authentically expressing it on the outside, mm-hmm. you know, as, as opposed to only uh, thinking it or just saying it or just acting it without that alignment of yeah. the inner and the outer. Yes. And, and you know, there's, there's many things that we can do to invite, uh, you know, a certain feeling into our body and actually intentionally to do that. So whether that's, you know, using affirmations or visualizations, using the breath, using sound, and then of course, using movement, dance, postures to, you know, actually create those, the feelings that we want. Yes, Um, this is important. Yeah, because, you know, I've heard, you know, a lot of times from my clients that they, they say that, how can we get rid of that overthinking? because they're just coming, they, they are annoying. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's not easy for, for them just to connect, you know, to their body. And the easiest approach, I, the easiest tool I usually suggest is breathing technique. Mm. I think that's, that's the easiest one for, you know, everyone. Yeah. But what else you can suggest just to, just to start, you know, you, are you suggesting breathing as well? Or are you suggesting anything else to yeah, I think the I and this is something that I love to do at the beginning of of an embodied dance session as well. It's it's this basically like a, a grounding, um, like a meditation, really. You know, so you're you're dropping your awareness down from your mind into your body, almost like it's just melting all 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 the way down into your body, maybe even going down into the earth. So this sense of grounding and relaxation and together with the breath. Okay. Um, visualize yeah. at the same time. Hmm? Sorry? Visualize, you visualize at the same time. Yeah, you can visualize, you know, just, you know, that, that, or you can feel it or visualize kind of your awareness going down. Yeah, and maybe it's a, you know, a stream of light or, mm-hmm. or just, yeah. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you, you do it before, you know, start dancing or. Mm. Yeah. Because that's so key to, yes. to drop into the body, you know, otherwise we can, we can start something and we're still up in our heads thinking about the past or the future or, or judging ourselves. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's this practice of dropping down into the body and then you're, you're still, you're feeling what's there without getting attached to the mind stories yes. you know because every emotion is is essentially energy Absolutely. and so yeah so you know you can you can just you can just sense okay i feel what does it feel like and where is it you know in the body and and from there you can actually you know release it and uh, well feel it first of all and then release it in this kind of healthy liberated way yeah you free emotions you know you you feel emotions without any attachment Mm. basically free emotions Yeah. yeah oh that is so amazing and how do you do you have any specific movement that can 
that can achieve this kind of, you know, healing or uh, connecting to the body? Is there any, um, I don't know how to ask, is there mm -hmm. any particular pattern for the movement or, or is it just like a free movement? Yeah, so it's a combination, it's, which is why it's perfect for, you know, any, any person, whether you're, whether you're confident with dance and movement or whether you're, you know, a complete beginner or you don't think that you can dance. Um, because when, when I lead a dance journey, it's, you know, I'm guiding you all the way through and there's a combination of uh, what we call somatic movement cues, which would be more like, you know, obvious ones like, you know, circling the wrists or moving the chest, you know, moving a certain body part, just feeling, um, you know, just feeling that movement. Um, or perhaps moving in a certain way, like fast and slow, big and small, fluidly or more rigidly, and just, you know, like these kind of more easy to understand kind of uh, cues. Mm -hmm. And then together with more of the visual feeling energetic cues, you know, and that's the part where it's, it's completely you know, um, personal to you and, and your interpretation of it. And so that's, that's how your dance um, gets to be formed because it's, you know, I'm giving you some tools and some physical cues that you can use to reconnect with, with your body and to expand your range of movement. Yes. And then, and from that, you then expand your range of expression. Excellent. So then they can personalize based on their own, you know, inner needs. Mm, yeah. And, and, you know, every movement is going to activate something different for you. You know, it's going to be very personal to, to yeah. you. That, that's, that's actually, that was my next question <laughs> to say that, do you have any particular, you know, uh, movement for a particular problem or uh, because you know you you basically work you, you're working only for confidence or also for emotional pains as well is that only um, confidence or I no I mean no it can be it can be much broader than that but I instead of focusing on the problem I would more I would set an intention for the you know the desire of what it is that you want to embody I feel yeah. I think that's um, you know important to do that um, and so maybe it's a group intention of, for example, I've done one on, on self-worthiness, you know, um, awakening that and embodying that feeling of self-worth, or it could be um, playfulness, it could be confidence, um, it could be pleasure, it could be abundance, you know, it could be anything really. Um, but at the same time, of course, it's important to acknowledge that, yeah, maybe you do have some, some blockages there. And so rather than kind of labeling the blockages, it's more about just um, using, using the breath to, you know, imagine that that's kind of clearing it out. And also, I love to incorporate shaking into the into the journey so just full body shaking um, 
to you know release anything that you might be holding on to yes i, I love that shake shaking part oh, i love it because mm. that's the best one just to release yes all emotion yeah. so mm. i'm going actually to go a little bit towards you know my area so just let me know if it's not quite you know relevant because i just have a little bit of you know biological or you know scientific background you know coming from yeah. healthcare <laughs> sector so does it does it work if it works how um in relation to particular disease or you know physical problems in the body or yeah if, if you know if mm-hmm. you feel not really you know i don't know i'm just questioning mm-hmm. because i'm just i was just curious about um is there any connection between these kinds of, you know, embodied dance and, for example, a chronic illness in, mm. in a particular part of the body or? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, from, you know, obviously I'm, I haven't, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I do believe that many physical illnesses um, and, and probably mental illnesses as well, um, stem from, you know, this kind of um, suppression of emotions. Yes. Um, and, you know, this, again, like this kind of disconnection from the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I do believe it would be, it's really powerful for that. So it's, you know, it's again, it's kind of moving the energy, isn't it? Moving yeah. what what might be stuck there. Um, and what I love about embodied dance and embodied movement is it's kind of like this integration of the mind, body and soul. Yes. You know, so it's a way to calm the mind and like activate your body awareness and and wisdom and intuition and this kind of liberation expression of of the soul or the heart um so yeah i i I believe it would be really helpful and i think um did you have any clients you know uh had any i don't know mental or physical health conditions and just got some results um i mean the most common the most common one is probably this, you know, feeling of anxiety mm-hmm. and and many of the women I work with have experienced depression in, you know, yeah. in the past or recently. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I think there can be, depending on whether it's like a, you know, a kind of overwhelming anxiety feeling or whether it's more of this disconnected depression kind of feeling there can be different movements to um to you know explore depending on the the quality of the of the illness or you know of the condition yeah yeah absolutely yeah the reason that i ask because you know i we know that you know it's quite evidence-based that um the things that you just mentioned, anxiety, depression, and uh, the lack of congruence between mind and heart and gut and all of this stuff, they definitely affect, you know, all the hormones and the bio, you know, chemical Mm -hmm. functions in the body. And eventually they, um, yeah, they cause illness, disease. Mm -hmm. And 
if someone's just dealing, you know, or struggling with a chronic condition, which is involved with immune system function, uh, and, and it's involved with hormones, definitely can be, can be mm-hmm. affected by these things. Because, yeah, any tool that can help the, the congruence between heart and mind and body because it's all as one integrated as you mentioned Mm -hmm. um, certainly can affect that's why I was curious if you had any clients that you know Mm -hmm. got results because I I believe that there could be there could be some positive results because Mm -hmm. they can create that kind of you know congruence and coherence in the body and Mm -hmm. integration yeah and it must be very empowering as well, you know, because it's you're doing it yourself. Absolutely. And that that empowerment is is a key for for any any particular, you know, any any changes in health and wellness, mm-hmm. because, you know, uh, the very first as, as you you mentioned your own journey, um, your success happened as soon as you took the responsibility for that. You mm-hmm. got you got empowered just to just to take the responsibility to manage it, and that's yeah. the first key. And yeah, absolutely. And these kinds of tools can people um, help help uh, help people can yes, definitely get empowered to take that responsibility. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, uh, anything else that you, because I actually can enjoy listening just to talk <laughs> to what you talk about, about this embodied dance forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything else that you want to share about, I don't know, about your clients or about, you know, your own stories going through this journey, embodied dance, more, more specifically, anything that can be highlighted for you to share with us um i mean so again just to kind of yeah reiterate that it can be this this embodied dance embodied movement or just you know all of these practices they can be something that you use um intentionally on a daily break on a daily basis whether it is, you know, just the breathing and the meditating or with in combining with the movement and dance and um, visualization and affirmations and kind of the, I think it's so important to be intentional because, you know, otherwise we can, we can do these morning routines or even with meditation, it can become another thing to tick off the list you know and you're, you're doing it just because you, you you've heard that it's good um and so yeah being intentional and knowing that the this these embodiment practices are a way of uh you know maintaining your well-being and, and maintaining these kind of open uh energy channels if you like in your body because it's it's normal every day we're going to be you know, exposed or, or vulnerable to stresses and, you know, which can be mild to severe, depending on, you know, what's going on. And so it's really our, our responsibility, again, to to make sure that we, you know, re, recenter, rebalance and release what, you know, release the tension, release what we might be holding on to. Um, 
And so, yeah, that's why it's, it really is, it really can be a, a healing, nourishing, transformative kind of practice to whether it is to release what you don't, what you, what you're ready to let go of, or whether it's to call in what you want to embody, mm -hmm. um, or, you know, simply expanding your, your self-expression as well, because, um, I think obviously, you know, we all have, we all have personalities yes. and that they are basically characterized by our, our needs and our preferences and sometimes our interests. But at the same time, um, you know, I'm very aware that we also develop patterns, right? Yes. Over, over many years, patterns in our thinking, in our feeling, in our behavior. And the more we repeat these patterns, the more we identify with them and, and it can feel like, oh, this is just the way I am, you know, like, I, you know, this is, this is how I am and I can't really change that or it's too hard to change that. Yeah. And so I, I love this kind of idea of, of practice of interrupting those patterns or, you know, breaking free from them and realizing that, you know, you, actually we we have the the freedom to choose you know how we think and how we feel and what we say and how we act and so um yeah i love i love how um, as i was saying before how with especially with dance and movement you can explore these different ways of moving and being that maybe you don't typically you know um, embody and then you can ask yourself, okay, what does, would I like to embody more of this quality? You know, because you can. <laughs> oh, you just, you just got, got to the very important point. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. If we can use, you know, dance for changing the patterns, the mm -hmm. old patterns, that would be the best tool, I think, because yeah, because a lot of problems we, we have we experience um are indeed attached to the old beliefs mm -hmm. and old patterns that we we just follow absolutely you know unconsciously because we know that 95 percent of our behaviors daily um are based on subconscious one it's just yeah. all subconscious it's not conscious uh yeah and it's all about you know old patterns and old habits mm -hmm. and it's amazing that we can change that we can change those old oh that's just please 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 audience you know it's <laughs> who are asking about how we can change habits just you know i hope that you're listening to this episode so certainly embodied dance is is a powerful tool for you to use for changing your old un unwanted habits and mm -hmm. uh, the, the repetitive, you know, unhealthy patterns that, mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of people just, you know, repeating patterns again and again and again in different shapes, in different forms mm -hmm. uh, for years, for the whole life. Yeah, but yeah. change it with that's mm -hmm. easy and nice with yeah. embodied dance, yeah. And, um, you know, it can, it can even, you can start you know, as simple as when you wake up in the morning, deciding like, 
you know, to, I love to put my hand on my heart to just be present rather than again, going straight up into the mind. Me too, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, it can start from that point as soon as you wake up of like, okay, what quality or, you know, do you want to embody or getting up and, you know, dancing to the bathroom, you know, or, you know, moving in a different way to the bathroom, just like something that's different that kind of makes you feel more awake and more alive. Just dance under the shower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and you can start the day really, you know, fresh mm. and happy. <laughs> yeah. And it just brings happiness too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hormone. Yeah, it's dopamine. <laughs> mm. Yeah, excellent. Oh, thank you. I love it. And the other, you know, concepts that you mentioned about nurturing, you know, expanding all, you know, amazing things that can certainly uh, optimize and just boost, you know, your daily well-being and wellness. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's all I love just to hear about forever <laughs> <laughs> and talk because I'm just kind of really, you know, I, I am in, um, into this uh, er- into these things you know I, I love these things I can talk about it forever but I think you know if you have to finish it perhaps I can uh, have you another time in another episode just to talk more about it but just um, let people know about where they can find you yeah so my website is wellnesswithali.com and that's a-l-i-e mm-hmm. um, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so my Instagram is Wellness with Ali. Um, on Facebook, I'm Ali Harwood, and I also have a a private group which is the Confident Introvert Tribe. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I'm just having uh, a quick look at your website. It actually looks really nice and <laughs> cute, and oh, it's a very nice website. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really, you know suggest people just to go and check it out because i'm sure that they get some benefits out of it and uh that's actually my usual um you know uh my usual (laughs) strategy just to finish uh the episode with with one final inspirational sentence so what is your final inspirational sentence for the audience Mm. Yeah, so connected to what we were just saying, I love to to remind myself and my community that we are not limited to a set of labels and patterns. We are dynamic, multifaceted and ever evolving and we get to choose who we want to be and how we see ourselves. Wow, wow, that is so deep. okay so thank you so much for your coming um and yeah i really enjoyed your presence and you know every single thing you talked about and yeah i definitely want to learn more about you know embodied dance so i would go to your website and just you know get connected to you more and i'm sure that audience want to know more about you uh okay so if you don't have anything else to add uh we can just you know say bye for now and catch up later in another episode yeah Yeah. thank you so much i love this conversation thank you so bye bye
Thank you for listening to the podcast Inner Wellness with Dr. Naz Parsian. I hope you enjoyed and I'd love to hear from you any input, any suggestion and also your subscription. Thank you.